Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hi, everyone. I'm Jeff Zeleny, CNN's chief national affairs correspondent, in for David Chalian. And this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, September 7th. President Biden visited New Jersey and New York today, two states where Hurricane Ida caused catastrophic damage and death just last week. Now, the president was surveying the widespread storm damage in those two states, New Jersey and New York, which bore the brunt of the damage and fatalities. The death toll right now, in fact, is at least 50, with a few still missing. And when the president left the White House earlier today, he made clear that he intended to use this visit as an opportunity to make the case for his infrastructure bill and his broader economic agenda, which does include measures to fight climate change. And along the way, that's exactly what the president did. As he met with New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy and other state lawmakers, he made clear that he was trying to sell his infrastructure plan that, of course, now is even more front and center in the conversation. The president also talked about the importance of recognizing and fighting climate change. He sounded almost like a meteorologist at times as he talked about wildfires in the West to epic rains in the Midwest to storms in the South and beyond. The White House says that one in three Americans live in counties impacted in recent months by severe weather. This is a sign that President Biden said climate change must be taken more seriously. Here's what he said this afternoon during a stop in New Jersey, where he spoke at the Somerset County Emergency Management Training Center. Every part of the country is getting hit by extreme weather. And uh, we're now living in real time what the country's going to look like. And if we don't do something, we can't turn it back very much, but we can prevent it from getting worse. This is an opportunity. I think the country's finally acknowledged the fact that global warming is real and it's moving at an incredible pace. We've got to do something about it. I think we're at one of those inflection points where we either act or we're going to be, we're going to be in real, real trouble. Our kids are going to be in real trouble. The last stop on his trip today is Queens, New York. One of the boroughs of New York City hit hardest by Hurricane Ida, and residents there are furious at city leaders and other local officials. They told CNN's Shimon Prokupes they believe that the city should have given more of a warning and they deserve better infrastructure. So the president will be delivering remarks there, hearing their concerns, and again saying why he believes this is a moment where infrastructure spending is absolutely critical. Now, for Biden, this is the second trip in less than a week to survey devastation from Hurricane Ida. He visited Louisiana late last week, where nearly a half a million businesses and homes remain out of power right now. The wrath of the hurricane, which stretched from the Gulf Coast to the Northeast, was an example of what the president and top FEMA officials say the climate is absolutely changing. The president signed disaster declarations in New Jersey and New York after doing so last week in Louisiana and other Gulf Coast states, but the White House said more must be done. He spoke specifically about what officials say climate-resilient infrastructure investments must be made. Basically, what that means is just updating and rebuilding roads and bridges and other pieces of critical hardware that need to be more resilient because of all these floods and changing weather. The president was joined along the trip in New York by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. He said that two record rainfalls in the same week are hardly a coincidence. But now going forward with the Labor Day break behind him, the president now is focused on this agenda. 
It's in two parts. We saw last month before Congress left Washington for the month that the Senate passed a $1 trillion infrastructure plan, as well as a budget reconciliation plan. Now both sit in the House. But this $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation legislation is where Democrats are putting the bulk of their climate provisions. Right now, this is being marked up, as it's called, which is basically meaning writing the legislation in these 13 House committees. They're trying to get it done by the end of the month. But in order to pass this legislation, the Senate also needs a simple majority, meaning all 50 Democrats must support it. During the end of the summer break, a bit of a hiccup on that front from West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin. He said that Democrats should, quote, hit the strategic pause before considering this big ticket legislation. He said that $3.5 trillion is just too expensive. Now, Manchin called for this pause in a Wall Street Journal op-ed last week that we learned today by the White House they were caught off guard by, actually. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said they did not know that he was going to be writing this bombshell op-ed, but they do see him as a strategic partner. Translation, they need his vote. So working forward over the next three weeks is going to be critical for this White House, this administration, to try and really thread the needle, if you will, to passing both of these bills. Now, it's unclear what the legislative path actually is, but the goal is to try and get it done by the end of September, perhaps the beginning of October. Now, some Democrats are optimistic about this. One of those is Speaker Nancy Pelosi. She rejected this call to pause this legislation. She told my colleague Manu Raju on Capitol Hill earlier today that she's, quote, pretty excited about where Congress is at currently. But the bottom line is the White House is not exactly sure how this is going to get done. This will be the biggest test yet for the president to try and bring together these factions inside the Democratic Party. Asked how he's going to do it, he smiled, struck an optimistic tone and said, the sun's going to come out tomorrow. So we'll see if that actually happens. But going forward here, this is the top agenda item for the president. Of course, fighting COVID-19, dealing with the economy. But these are the two things he wants to get done. And he knows the first year of his term is the best time to do them. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing, netsuite.com briefing.